With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is I can see your voice on your TV. But where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about one episode of I Can See Your Voice and then never talk about it again, ever, um, and never have to put make their hosts watch it ever again because it's not a good show. Uh, I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And we have one thing in common. We don't like. I can see a voice, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. Um. Well, Joel, I don't know if I don't like it. Uh, yeah. I sorry. I, I spoke for you there. I should have just been speaking for myself. I haven't even got your opinion on this. I just <laughs> didn't like it. Also, your song should have been. It seems today that all you see is Ken Jong on TV. Yeah, I guess so. We're a Ken Jong cast now. He's my suggest. So, so just I just want to give the listeners some context. We were going to talk about Mass Singer, but it just didn't air last night. I guess that this fucking show. Let me go on about Mass Singer because we're trying to do a podcast on this fucking show, mm-hmm. and every week something happens. Like uh, last week, there was a double elimination, triple. Was it a triple? No, it was just I think a double. It was, it was oh, just okay. popcorn and uh, jellyfish. Okay. Popcorn and jellyfish. Not seahorse? No. Not that I know of. But th- this fucking show. So last week there was a double elimination. This week, no episode. The week before last week's, no episode. Well, Every no, time- there was an episode week before last week, but it, it just aired on the Thursday. Fuck. Like, this show is all over the place. I can't keep track of it. And not to not only that, but I'm sick of all these celebrities. I don't know. Yeah. Well, at least on I Can See Your Voice, we had some familiar faces. Catherine McPhee. She is pretty. Was Catherine McPhee on it? On I Can See Your Voice. Wait, did we watch the different episodes? Oh, my God. I watched the one that aired last night. I watched the one that said it was the newest on the site I went to. Which was Robin Thicke. Nope. We watched Ro- different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh okay. Oh, my God. What the hell? So, who was on yours? <laughs> Say who was on yours. Catherine McPhee, who, you know, 
looking good these days. Um, and uh, what's Nisi Nash, um, the Cheetah Girl, Joel McHale, who I, of course, was excited about because we have the same name, and uh, Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a uh, similar group to mine, I think. I think Nisi Nash was there as well. Um. Cheryl Hines, I think she was. It was Cheryl Hines. It was Adrian Houghton. Uh, it was. It was a guy I didn't know, and then Robin Thicke was the musical. He's the one that did the duet at the end. Yeah. All right. Well, have you have you been watching? I can see your voice. I've seen odds and ends episodes. I've seen. Um, I can tell you who the musical guest was for the ones I saw. Okay. Well. Uh, I regret to inform you, um, buddy, uh, but uh, I was, uh, you were in the wrong, and uh, you fucked up and uh, watched last week's episode. The other one wasn't available. Oh, you know what? You actually, they they air this, they aired one on Sunday as well. No, uh, yeah, Monday. They aired one as mo- on Monday as well, and you watched Monday's episode, and I just watched last night's episode. Okay, so we both watched one from this week. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, I guess we're doing even more coverage than we thought we were doing, so that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was really relying on you because I immediately blanked out of my mind of who was even on this fucking Buddy, show. Buddy, I, I was barely paying attention to this, and I was and I w- and I was trying to give it my full focus. I could not. <laughs> <laughs> well. Is- one thing yeah. I guess so we can say about I can see your voice because some people might not know about this show. So I can see your voice is on after the mass singer. It's also hosted by Ken Jong or be- the beautiful, sexy, horny Ken Jong. Yeah. So basically for this show, they'll have a contestant and that contestant will have to guess if the six people on the stage are good singers. So he has to eliminate one every round. Or she. Um, or she. Mine, my uh, person was a he. Was yours a she? No, it was a he. Del, oh. Del Rey. Okay. So basically, um, they eliminate one of the people uh, that they think is a good singer or, or that they think a, is a bad, a bad singer. singer. And if they're right, they get $10,000. If they're wrong, they get nothing. But at the end of the show, if they have a good singer left to do a duet with the musical guest, then um, they win $100,000. Mm-hmm. So one of the good things about this show is that it is actually for something. The mass Singer is for nothing. But well, what I, the, ma- the mass Singer is it's the it's not about average people getting money. It's about seeing celebrities. Yeah, so this one's actually for people can win money. I will say that, yes, Joel gave me the option of either watching Ken Jeong's stand-up special, watching The Hangover 3, or watching The Hangover 3. And I was like, uh, can we just watch the other Ken Jeong show? Because at least that's 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we watched this one. I gave the suggestion uh, of watching the challenge because it started last night or the night before and has Natalie Anderson in it. Now, right. I just uh, to, why I didn't want to do that is because I just didn't want to get invested in another reality show. You're scared you're going to like that one. I was. 
Wow. What if you did? Then I'd be hooked. What else do we have? (laughs) (sighs) Movies. The movies. It's a Christmas season. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Um, It's... uh, It's 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 good that you are listening to this. Thank you so much. And uh, just a plug while you're still listening is just to don't forget that Elfing Around is still online, still free for everybody to see. So head to YouTube and watch Elfing Around, the movie that I wa- I made. Um, how, how, how many uh, views is Elfing Around at? It's blowing up. I mean, it's at 2.3K. So that's that's good, Joel. No, I just want more people to see it, though. That's nothing to sneeze at. I want more people. I want it to be the only thing people are talking about. <laughs> well, I, I think you're a, a fucking monster. Um, I set myself up for disappointment. I, 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 I thought I was going to just blow up and uh, my, my phone would be ringing off the hook. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I... I have no idea what you're talking about, but this movie, um, you did a great job, Joel. I'll get, I'll uh, say that it's got um, over 2000 uh, views so far. It was mentioned in the mouth of uh, Tim Heidecker and Vic Berger. Uh-huh. Like this is uh this is a huge success. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, speaking of huge successes, I can see your voice on Fox. Yeah. So, I mean, the best part about I Can See Your Voice is the very end. Um, and you just hope that the ba- there's a bad singer at the end that has to duet a full song with a professional singer. Was there a bad singer uh, in your episode? Oh, yeah. Mine ended with a bad singer duetting with uh, Robin Thicke. That was a good singer on... Uh... In, in in the episode I watched, it was Catherine McPhee. And, oh wow! Uh, and uh, basically a church singer. She was she was actually really good. Um, and like the guy from the beginning was like, she's a good singer. She she's gonna like like basically like call the shot, and she's like, she's gonna be my ticket to the hundred thousand dollars at the end. So I don't like basic basically the whole show doesn't matter if you get to the end and you risk the money, and then it is a good singer. So. It doesn't matter, like, it, it. basically, it's like Chris Underwood winning Survivor Season 38. Like, the whole game beforehand doesn't matter except for the, the last five minutes. Well, I will say, like, sometimes it is a little bit different. Like, this guy had to decide on mine, um, will he keep $40,000? Yeah, or will, talking about. Or will he risk it and yeah, go for the 100? Yeah, so yeah. he lost forty grand and got nothing. Yeah. No, I know, but like the whole forty grand, if he won the hundred thousand dollar, the whole winning forty grand doesn't really matter. And I mean, they set them up so that they don't win every time because you don't know how many people are good singers, how many people are bad singers. So mm-hmm. that like the looks of disappointment when it's like it's as if they fucked up when like so the way it worked on the episode I watched is the first three people he chose were all bad singers, and then everybody else after that. They're all good singers. So the first three that he picked were like it was it was right. But then he started picking people he thought were bad singers. But there was nobody to choose from because they're all good singers for real. But then everybody's like, oh, you fucked up. Why didn't you listen to me? You piece of shit. But it 
was unnecessary because there was no bad singers to choose. In my episode that I watched, there was only two good singers out of the six. Yeah, it is an unfair advantage. Like, uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now in episode six that aired on November 11th, Remembrance Day. God bless us all. Um, four of them are good, are good singers. That's not fair. Four. Yeah, it should be. I guess that to, to make it suspenseful, suspenseful at the end, I guess that's what they're kind of going with. But yeah. So it's always unpredictable. But I said um, for this show uh-huh. that if I was to go on it, because there's a lot of discussion in this house about this show. Um, if I was to go on it <laughs> and I eliminated two good singers, I would just keep the money at that point. I'd be like, not worth the risk anymore. If you eliminate two good singers, not worth it. Well, I was going to say, statistically, uh, Cody, there's at least three good singers. Except, like, the episode you watched and the second episode. Oh, you know what? Actually, I may be wrong. But average, it averages out at about three. Who was the singer on the second one? On the second episode? Where it's only two good singers? Who was the guest? Jordan Sparks. Yeah, that's the one I watch. I watched Jordan Sparks. I watched this one with Robin Thicke. I've watched one with Rick Springfield. And I watched one with the uh, lead singer of Train. Is is Rick Springfield the guy that sings, She's my best friend's girl? No, it's uh, Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. that's a, You were singing a different song. I was singing a different song, but it's a, a similar thing. Jesse's girl and she's my best friend's girl. I guess if or... your best friend is Jesse... Isn't his best friend Jesse? Uh, I don't think he ever decides whether Jesse is his best friend or not. Or is that the big question? That's the big question in this song is to decide. Yeah, it's like, oh, if Jesse's my my, if Jesse's my best friend, I'm not going to do anything. But if he's not, (laughs) does he pass the best friend test? Mm -hmm. Remember those best friend tests? I think you sent me a best friend test once. Yeah, I would quiz about you. Yeah. And you didn't get any right. I think I did. Come on. I don't think you got a one right. You don't know shit about me. (laughs) Leave it to you to find the dumbest possible game. Maybe Um, maybe I'll find a friendship test right now. One time we uh, had a game night right before the pandemic. uh, With with the promise of more and more game nights because I had so much fun that night. And Cody slowed down the night, paused the night, because he wanted to play this card game he just bought called Hollywood Hunks. And we were all having so much fun playing these strategic games. And, like, we were at a high, and the pizza had just come, and we we're all like, oh, my God, what could it, how could this night get any better? And, and Cody was like, I got, a, I got an idea, Hollywood Hunks. And we we're all like, okay. And... <laughs> I got it sitting right beside me. <laughs> it's a card game, and every card is a hunk, a Hollywood hunk, and they're they have like ratings of it's basically war. Whoever and they it's all war, have a, it's war, but with a little bit of a twist because they have stats. It's like I mean, it's like playing with like I don't know, like oh, they're, battle they're stats cards on charisma, good looks. Strength, like 
like pull one out and 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 show us. Yeah. So it's uh, sex appeal, charisma, talent, likability, and fame. Um, for example, Samuel L. Jackson is a three in sex appeal. What the hell? Seven in charisma, a seven in talent, a six in likability, and an eight in fame. He should be a ten in fame. I don't know. He's like the most famous man in the world. Uh, I think Schwarzenegger's a ten in fame. I think Tom Cruise is too. Still, there's not. I, I would rank Samuel Jackson at the same level of fame as those guys. There's not a lot of uh, fame point. Uh, like for example, too, um, Michael Sarah is almost a zero in everything. Like his card is zero across the board. It's like zero sex appeal, zero talent, uh, but it's a ten in likability. Um, <laughs> someone's got a hate on for him, but I actually have a new version of this coming in the mail, a British hunks one. It's got Gordon Ramsay, Ed Sheeran. It's got the whole gang. I was talking about this UK, with, I guess. with people on the zoom call the other night, the game zoom call, uh, like what if it was for women? It'd be like tits, ass, legs. <laughs> I mean, how dare you all bring up? How dare you all bring up Hollywood hunks? I think, um, I mean, Hollywood hunks. We've had a lot of fun in this house when it's two to three people. I think when you have two to three, it's a it's a fun game. Hold on, you and your housemates play Hollywood hunks together? Yes. <laughs> Yes, we play Hollywood. Just you and Co and Colin sitting across from each other. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what, Buster? It's a fun game. That's so stupid. Oh God. Okay, Why is that? I can't, I can't knock you for having fun. I'm glad you're having fun. Why is that stupid? It's it's just funny to think about. We'll play it when uh, this pandemic closes up. Oh man, I thought the pan I thought we would be recording in person by now. I know you were trying to. Uh, also, Joel, how I mean I was trying to. You're trying your best to sneak your way into this apartment. <laughs> um also, Joel, it is worth noting that uh yes, the reason why you're talking about Hollywood hunks is probably cuz you were talking shit about me this Sunday. Uh this past Sunday. Go on. Um, where everyone decided to play games without me. Our, our almost whole friend group decided to not invite me to games. You were invited. You came on to the call and then bailed right when I joined the call. Uh, was it right when you joined? I don't think that was intentional. Um, I was on it for like two seconds. I already had plans that day. The thing was that Chris had multiple groups with me, and mm -hmm. I had played games with him Friday and Saturday. Mm. So I was like, that's surely that's got to be enough. Chris George, past guest of this podcast. That's great that you guys have your own little groups as well to this off to the side on Friday and Saturday. Oh, you're jealous now. Who'd you play with on Friday and Saturday? Just Chris and the roommates. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we're playing Hollywood hunks. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, so 
is next week the the Mass Singer season finale? Honestly, who the fuck knows, Joel? This show is insane. Oh, did you also see the commercial for the Mass Dancer? No. Yeah, the Mass Dancer starts December twenty eighth, and it's hosted by uh, Greg Robinson. Okay, I guess that's what we're gonna be podcasting about. <laughs> it's hosted by Ken or Craig Robinson, and Ken Jong's in it again. <laughs> All right, I guess that's what we're gonna do, everybody. We're a masked dancer podcast now. Um, uh, <laughs> did you I know that Ken Jong and Joel McHale have a podcast? They shouldn't. They do apparently called the darkest timeline. Hmm. I'm looking at Ken Jong's uh, Wikipedia page, which is a podcast on its own. Um, going, th- <laughs> imagine we had a podcast where every episode we go through a different paragraph on Ken Jong's Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, what I'll say about my episode that I watched with Robin Thicke on it, which is more relevant to this podcast because at mm-hmm. least it's two mass singer people. Um, was uh, it was fun to I guess see their dynamic. They were they're great, such great friends now, Robin and Ken. And then it was also shocking to see Robin Thicke sing because watching him as a personality for so long, I just totally didn't even think of him as a singer anymore. Mm -hmm. So when he had a good voice, it was shocking. It jarred me. Um, But Joel. Yes, sir. Let's uh, change the note here. I have a 10 question friendship test for you. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. We need to know if you're a good friend on the podcast because it's been in question by listeners, not by what me. Listeners, not by me, but by listeners, it's been in question whether you're a good friend or not. Okay. Okay. So number one, question number one: A couple that you're good friends with is having trouble conceiving. They ask you to donate your sperm. Would you do it? In what fashion? Like, how would I do it? Am I having sex with the woman? No, you're just donating your sperm to them. Not having sex with the woman. What are you talking about? I mean, how else? Why would you, you be? Have... How else do you? You go to a sperm to... bank. Okay. You don't um, just have sex with their wife. And then they shove it up there. Yeah. Or, or is it? Do they like fertilize it outside and then put the egg in? Um, Joel, I guess I got to give you the birds and the bees, stuck. It just, it, I don't know. Um, but you would know. It depends on the couple, I, I guess. I don't know. Because, sure. Joel, you're going to see a kid that probably has some resemblance to you. Yeah. It'll look more it's like. The kid, it, you, you have a kid without the sex, without it, the fun. It'll um, look like you mm-hmm. and your friend's wife. Also my friend. Probably not. She's not my friend? Oh, yeah, I guess she's your friend. I guess, okay. So it looks like your friend and you. Uh, yeah, that's weird. But that's maybe you're not your maybe you're not uh friends with uh your friend's wife. It's it's a weird situation. I don't know. Uh 
I know somebody whose brother, his sister, um, my my friend's sister is a is a lesbian and is married to a woman, and uh, he he she asked his brother to to give sperm to for his for her wife's thing, and he was offended that she didn't ask him. Oh, yeah. Would uh, would you be offended if your uh, brother didn't ask for your sperm? I don't know. It wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be a, a, have my sperm anywhere else in my family. I don't like that idea. But it's not sexual, Joel. Okay, I'm not saying well, you put it, you put it in your brother's uh, wife, not in your sister. I know. I know what you're talking about. It's still. I I I feel very uncomfortable with this and uh what's the answer friend sure family no so you would do that for a friend i would do it for a friend sure okay two you're about to leave your house to see your favorite band in concert when your friend calls he slash she has just been dumped and wants to hang out do you skip the concert can I bring them to the concert? No, you, it, it's sold out. Yeah, I guess I'm skipping the concert. What's your favorite band? Mm, what jumped to my head right now is my number one on Spotify this year, Andy Schaff. So Andy Schaff is doing a show in Toronto. Yeah, and I've, been wa- I, I, I've been waiting to see this. Sh- I mean, I've seen him before, too, but I, I haven't seen him perform any of his new stuff. So and if I got dumped I and called it. you, got dumped by who? Colin? Yeah. <laughs> so if I got dumped and called you, Joel, you would come for me. You wouldn't go to your concert. Yeah, I guess so. Would you, are you making me skip Andy Schaff though? That that's the real friend test. No, it's I didn't know you were going. You probably wouldn't tell me that information. My when I got dumped, my best friend. Not, not, I mean, one of my best friends bought me a ticket to see Alexis on Fire, and we went together. Oh. That's that's how he made me feel better. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get any ideas. <laughs> Number th- mean, what does that mean? Don't get any ideas. <laughs> what the hell do you mean by that? <laughs> Number three. You lent money to a friend who never paid you back. The same friend gets in a jam and asks to borrow more money. Do you lend it? Yeah. Oh, so you keep on doing it. As long as it's not like drug money or something. I mean, I, I've, I've been in bad situations. I'm usually the, the friend. Uh, not. I don't I don't beg for money or anything, but I'm usually the friend on, on hard times. So I like to be uh, give it both ways. All right. Here we go, Joel. Number four. A close friend is getting married in an exotic location. You really can't afford a major expense right now. What do you do? So this is relatable to you. You just said that you're usually the one on hard times. Yeah. What Um, if I was getting married? Yeah. You were. I was like, Joel, you're going to be my best man. Oh, my God. And I'm getting married in... Uh, Ireland. 
I mean, my look on things is basically to if I can if 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 a if an occasion is that special like for example a concert or a wedding or you know something like that i, I but by the way i don't travel very much i've you've you never know, you've only taken a plane once correct never i've never been on a plane oh you've never been on a plane you were going to before the pandemic go on your first plane yeah um, right but uh so but basically i would for a, a wedding or something like that, something special, uh, the 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 idea is to just do it and then deal with the money thing later because money is you know temporary anxiety and and uh, the, well, I would be I would I would have to deal with the fact that I didn't go to your wedding for the rest of my life and that would disappoint me and myself. And you were my best man. Yeah, so I would yeah I would go. But there's three options here. You can put it on your credit card. Explain the situation to your friend or make up an excuse as to why they can't go. I'd, I'd put it on credit. Put it on your credit card. You got to. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, a friend asks you to pet sit for the weekend. On Friday night, your partner surprises you with a two day luxury trip to Las Vegas. What do you do? I get somebody else to pet sit but colin's only comfortable when i leave him with you <laughs> um <laughs> listen th- at this point where uh, i've i've you know spent all this money to go to your wedding i've lent you money i skipped an andy Schaff concert to to console you you have to understand you it has to go both ways you have to understand when I want to go to Las Vegas. This is this is a different dog friend. is going to be fine. But these are your three options because I've already left. OK, what do you what's the option? So take the pet to a kennel and pick it up when you get back. Uh-huh. Tell my partner to take someone else uh-huh. or leave lots of food and water out and then party it up in Vegas. Is it a dog or a cat? Uh, it's a picture of a dog. Then the kennel. You're taking it to the kennel. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, a good friend needs a kidney. Would you donate one of yours? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Number seven. Do you r- usually remember your best friend's birthday? No, not not to the date. I've never been good with that. Do you know my birthday? October 12th. No. Okay. (laughs) Number eight. Would you lend your friend your favorite outfit without question? Yeah. Like if I came over and I was like, I want to wear your Jason Voorhees shirt. Be careful with it. Sure. What if I was doing a uh, what if we were on the same same stand up show and I was wearing an outfit that you often wear on stage? I I wouldn't care. It's it's fine. I'd probably bring it up. Would you not think it looked tight on me? No, I think it would it would just change the outfit a bit, but that's okay. 
Um, so yes, you would do that. All right. Number nine. We're almost here, Joel, to find out if you're a good friend. Mm-hmm. Would you go on a double date with someone you weren't attracted to in order to help your friend hook up? Yeah. Really? Sure. Wouldn't you be worried about leading the other person on? Uh, you know, you go on. I, I've I'm I've done that. Wow. All right, Joel. And basically, if the attraction isn't there, it typically isn't there from the other person because they can they can catch on that the attraction. I mean, it's 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 all you know, sexual politics. You know. Yeah. Sexual politics, they swing all different ways. Uh, number 10, the final question to decide if Joel Edmiston is a good friend. If peeing on a jellyfish sting actually alleviated pain, because it actually doesn't, but if it actually did, would you tinkle on your friend's leg without a second thought? Yeah. You'd piss on my leg? Sure. What if I was like, this isn't working, and now your dick's on my leg? I, I would stop. <laughs> I, I Listen, I'm pretty liberal with my friends. I, you know, I do whatever, you know, it's, as long as the, 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 we're having fun. Um, I'm sure my penis has been on, on a couple legs. So the friendship test scores you a 35. Out of what? I don't know. What does your score mean, you ask? Overall, you're a pretty decent and thoughtful friend. You're the kind of pal people can turn to in times of need and are giving of your time, care, support. However, while your heart is in the right place, you may sometimes mess up and do selfish or unfriendlike things. It's not that you're malicious or that you're purposely or purposely. What the fuck are they talking about? Intended? The whole thing? It's not <laughs> it's not that you purposely intend to hurt people, only that you are human. In fact, you approach to camaraderie, uh, your approach to camaraderie might actually be healthy and balanced. You realize you don't always need to place your friends at the very top of your priority list, especially when it is to your own detriment. True pals will respect your boundaries when you say no to requests. The most important thing is to keep the lines of communication open and to build the level of trust and respect necessary for a lasting bond. See, I agree with all that. So it swung it into a positive there, Joel, but it seems like you got 35 out of 100. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's, That's what kind of friend you are to me. Yeah, so it does seem like next week is the <laughs> uh, season finale. Of, uh, but we know next week I'm not going to be in town. Right. Um, you're going to have to show me how to upload the podcast then, eh? You could probably still send it to me. I can upload from my parents' place. You just can't record? Yeah, because the signal, we don't even get cell service there. But you get email? We got internet, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be strong enough. We can give it a shot, maybe. I won't have my microphone, actually, too. I'll just do it with Ev. Yeah. 
Yeah, do it with them. Because, I mean, if you start recording with me, you're going to hear my mom be like, oh, you left to clean up the water bottles. I'll be like, what? <laughs> clean up the water, bottle, water bottles before you record. Well, I, I don't know. She's uh, She doesn't understand <laughs> recording. Just make sure that you've done everything you need to do that won't bother your mom enough to, to, to interrupt it, the recording. It will never end. I swear to you, Joel, when you were at my parents' place, there is always something to do. When I'm uh, watching a movie, I can't sit through a movie. I get called to do something. Clean up the water bottles. Clean up the water bottles. Uh, go go to the garage. Uh, bring in some wood. Like the, You need to take a good sun test. Honestly, maybe I will. Um, I, I think I'm a good son, but there's always a lot of um, I think because my parents are so like they always have to keep going kind of thing. They always have to keep like moving and putting around the house that they um, need everyone to be doing. It. I guess. I don't know. But yeah, you'll I haven't, uh, I haven't met your parents. You'll uh You'll meet them. You're coming home for the holidays. <laughs> then how are we going to record? <laughs> oh, Joel. I'll, uh, yeah. Uh, Joel. Joel, 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 Joel. We haven't Joel. been recording for that long. I hope you're not trying to wrap it up. No, I'm not. We've been recording, what, 45 minutes, 35 minutes? I'm not even that, trying yeah. to... What do you think me saying your name over and over again is how I fade out the podcast? Oh, Joel, Joel, Joel. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. That's that's my catchphrase on this. Yeah. I do have to, you know, do some stuff today. So, Cody, Cody, Cody. No, just, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can see your voice. Um, it's repetitive and uh, pedantic. And I didn't like it. What well, were you hoping that Catherine McPhee would have to do a full song duet with a bad singer? I was hoping that she would uh, have to do a full frontal um, nudity. Oh my god, Joel! What the <laughs> fuck? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I I wasn't hoping that. She was in the uh, comedy movie The House Bunny, starring Anna Faris. Oh yeah, with Emma Stone. And Rumor Willis. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Rumor Willis. Rumor Willis. How many people are left? Oh, rumor from- Willis is oh. Bruce Willis' daughter. What the fuck? How many people are left on The mass Singer? Is it four? I don't know, man. Do you want me to bring up the fucking no. thing? Who cares? This week, uh, on there was a mass singer episode this week, but it yeah, was holiday sing along. Yeah, but I'm not here fucking singing along, having a good time or nothing. Last week was a um, a triple elimination. We had Seahorse out. She was Tori Kelly. Jellyfish was Chloe Kim, and Popcorn was Taylor Dane. So it wasn't even Jessica Simpson as the Seahorse. No, it's Tori Kelly. What the fart? I've been wrong every one of these fucking things. Did you say what the fart? What the? What the? Holy farts. <laughs> My favorite Adventure Time jokes is uh, 
this character saying, my life is like a fart. <laughs> um, but yeah, so who we have left is Crocodile, Mushroom, and Sun. The Holy Trinity. In name of the Mushroom, the Sun, and the Holy Seahorse. I swear to you, if it's not Leanne Rhymes, uh, Nick Carter, and... I don't think I ever had a guest for the mushroom. I don't know who that is. They have a really dynamic voice anyways. But how am I going to guess an Olympian as the fucking jellyfish? Okay, or or this football player is the fucking alien. Why would he be baby alien? Mark Sanchez? Yeah, Mark fucking Sanchez. Paul Anka as, as Broccoli? I mean, that was the season finale for me when Broccoli was unmasked. Oh, uh, or fucking Dr. Elvis. Yeah, Dr. Elvis. What the hell? Dr. Fucking Elvis. What is going on with this? Dr. Elvis made Ken Jong cry. That was rude of him. It's a two hour finale. What the fuck? Two hour finale. No, no. God dang it. I don't want that. Two, two hours. Two hours to see three people unmasked. Oh, what the fuck are they gonna do for two hours? Uh, they're gonna do some big group performances, some group numbers. Okay, no, here's what I'm looking at. I'm seeing eight o'clock is road to the finals, and then nine o'clock is the season four finale. You'll ask mask. I'm standing. I'm looking at their uh uh, their Instagram, and it says all are unmasked in a two-hour finale. Well, yeah, they want the fucking uh, viewership. Wow. Rumor, Willis. Everardo is going to be rolling in his grave next week. Well, Everardo is alive. He's not in a grave. He's not a vampire. <laughs> He might be. I uh, I'm gonna be sad to uh, miss that episode. Yeah, me too. I'll be sad that you're not gonna. But also, you are. Am I gonna be having to record weekly until Christmas is done? Why do you have to record? Well, because I want our listeners want want content over the holidays. That's prime. Podcast listening time is around the holidays because you you're not at work. Oh yeah, just have you listen to old episodes. Go back through all the mass singer coverage. I'll 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 think of some ideas. Maybe I'll watch a Christmas movie and uh, record an episode with uh, Joel. Um, Joel's gonna ramble. Kyle. Joel's gonna ramble by. Oh Kyle, that I uh, put on the uh, Survivor team. Yeah. Wow, it'd be great to hear him on the podcast. <laughs> He would not want to do a podcast. Could all. you get your whole family to discuss how you would vote each other out in Survivor? Or we could just do a, a, a Survivor. We could do it. Yeah. If you could get your whole family to do it, then I'm on board with you recording episodes on your own. Because otherwise, I, I feel I, like it's going to be you rambling for uh, two hours by yourself. Listen, I really have to go to the washroom. Okay. So you want to wrap it up. Or we can just have you monologue for a bit. What the hell? What more do we have to talk about? 
nothing. You're right. We can just end it. Yeah, let's just end it all. We Maybe. had a nice little discussion. What's that? You know what, Joel? What? We could record something this week and release it over the holidays. That's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Then it doesn't have to be you and fucking Kyle. You think Kyle's going to replace me? No. I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. Jesus. Well, I'm a good friend. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, can you close it out? I really do have to go to the washroom. Okay. Um, I forget how to do it. Follow us at Merge Boot um, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Rate us five stars. Check out Elfing Around. Follow at Joel Baby for direct coverage of Joel's life. Follow at Cochrane for direct cover- coverage at my life. And uh, yeah, just uh, have a happy holiday. Sorry, I won't be here next week for the Everardo episode, but we will be recording some nice holiday stuff. Oh, yeah. Ozzy's hog. I mean, I my subscription ran out. I tipped big. I tipped him five dollars with the question about Cochrane and complimented his penis and he didn't respond. Um just totally cold-shouldered me, even though I gave him money to talk to him. So he just took my money. So I am paying Ozzy for nothing. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you, and good night.